Welcome to Alignment, an Engage Partners podcast where we get together and chat about the tools and methods we use to solve challenging business problems. I'm Scott, and today I'm here with my coworker Shannon to chat about how UX and B Corps are such a happy combo. Shannon, thanks for being here today. You're welcome. Glad to be here. First of all, I think we need to kind of have a working definition of what is UX. If I had to pigeonhole you, how would you define UX? So UX or user experience or experience design, it's really about representing the user. The word experience itself is interesting to me because mm-hmm. it's very broad. Um, I mean, it, when we do our job as professionals, we're focusing on tasks and workflows and mm-hmm. happy paths and problematic paths, edge cases. When I think of an experience, it's interesting to me. I would love to get your take on, I guess I think of success in using a software product as easy easy to use, easy to understand, mm-hmm. easy to get to. But if I also think of, man, I had a great experience with that application, mm-hmm. what additional things are make something kind of rise from being a, a useful tool to being a great experience? I think it's something that could... St- that is surprising or delightful in some way where, you know, if there's an application that anticipates my needs or anticipates some something down the road, you know, I, I tend to think that um, that's a wow experience. Yeah, that's true. I've had those instances where software, a piece of uh, software or an application or something will anticipate something I need mm-hmm. right in the moment that I need it. Mm-hmm. And that's like such a great feeling. Such a it kind of makes up for all those other mm-hmm. <laughs> spammy, you know, yes. not so great feelings. But um, that's a difficult, that's obviously a difficult state to yes. achieve. When I was thinking about UX um, preparing for this talk, I, I, for me, it really boils down to uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, the user, it, our job professionally is to kind of put ourselves in the shoes of the user and try to anticipate and, and make things as good for them as, as possible. Um, and it occurs to me that that is, for me anyway, that's a potential shared um, value for B Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree with that or do you think that that rings true? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think, you know, in user experience, we're absolutely trying to empathize with the user, trying to really understand them. I think as a B Corporation uh, or a B Corp, we're really looking out for people, planet, um, as well as profit, so that triple bottom line. Um, And so having empathy around people and how we're impacting the environment um, is, is really important. And, you know, I think I think B Corps in general are really trying to make make a difference, you know, really trying to understand how they can make a difference in their community, how, how they can lower their impact on the environment. The other thing that um, is really that is really striking between B Corp and user experience is that push and pull for representing the user, but also trying to satisfy the needs of the business. Yes. And trying to be, you know, mindful of all the needs <laughs> and making sure you're not compromising too much, but that there does have to be some compromise. And then, you know, on that on that topic for a B Corp, you know, uh, you know, we're looking to maximize our profit, but also 
so that we can help the community, <laughs> so that we can donate more, um, you know. And so I think there's a natural push and pull with, um, you know, making sure that we're profitable and we're encouraging employees to take time and volunteer and 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 be involved. Absolutely, yeah. That's a that's a delicate line to to walk sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Absolutely. Um, the other thing that's interesting to me is that. In my mind, again, UX feels like a relatively young discipline. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, as, a, as a formal discipline. It's been mm-hmm. around for a while now, but it's, it feels like it's kind of coming into its own. And what's fascinating to me is that B Corps kind of seem to be doing the same. Um, so it, when I think of those things and when I think of that, that harmony mm-hmm. between those two areas of concern, it really does feel like in a broader cultural sense we're kind of moving in into an age of more empathy I mean not you know not to get into a lot of uh, political or other topics but it does feel as though um, in the face of the kind of the crashing wave of all the digital tools Mm -hmm. that we've had over the past 20 years we're kind of seeking a more human centered uh, perspective yeah. with which to do do our jobs, mm-hmm. run our companies, um, kind of build our communities, mm-hmm. and to me that just it's so exciting to kind of be UX in and of itself, like you said, provides some of those opportunities within a business, uh, excuse me, a business framework. But B Corps take that kind of even up the stakes and and kind of take those ideas into a broader community. Yeah. Yeah, it's never been easier to connect or see and experience uh, what other people across the globe are experiencing uh, through the use of social media, Twitter. Um, and I think we saw that especially through the pandemic um, with all of the social justice uh, protests. Um, you know, it was a time for, I think, the entire country a time for introspection and increased empathy because of because we couldn't turn away we weren't busy with other things right. and and so we we kind of dove in deep um, internally and increased our empathy f- for others and it even spawned I, I hadn't thought about this before now but I did a talk about ethics um, in UX and because if you take the notion of UX design and mm-hmm. truly empathizing for users and their tasks, then it, it means looking at applications, you know, like Uber or, you know, things that have a very broad kind of reach mm-hmm. and saying, how are we, how best can we use these tools? Mm-hmm. And do we recognize bias if it creeps into mm-hmm. the system? Are certain systems set up in such a way that we're excluding users right out of the gate? Right. Um, so that's really fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I think, that's that really warm kind of gooey center that, that I'm excited that I have the opportunity not only to work in the UX field, mm-hmm. but at a company like Engage that does embrace that kind of B Corp mentality. Yeah, you can see it, especially in the commerce space, you know, with gender fluidity, there's you know, it's especially highlighted because traditionally commerce was searching for male versus female, boy versus girl, and now, you know, there's some blurring of those lines um, even in the commerce space. It's starting to happen. Yeah, absolutely. 
in the commerce space and culturally as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I really like what Brene Brown has to say about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I, I need to do more reading about her, but I, I really like what she has to say. Um, again, vulnerability is one of those human um, experiences that we all understand and go through, mm-hmm. but then acting on them uh, as a UX designer or in a business place is, is can be daunting or problematic. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you agree? Yeah, I think we have to make sure as members of a team, of a product team, that we're doing a great job of listening to everyone on the team and really making sure that we're reacting to um, their feedback um, and their perspective, their background, um, and then we, we absolutely have to do the same thing with the users um, and making sure that there's enough diversity across users, team members, um, to really um, s- support all the users we want to support um, for the tool and, um, in general. I've re-examined the phrase happy path, and I think <laughs> one of the reasons I think that has new that feels charged to me in a newfound way is that it is a kind of a it reflects a kind of bias. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone has their own path. Exactly. They're, exactly. <laughs> they're, like they're it, creating different experiences within. It, right. Exactly. Within the we yeah. we use the happy path as a way to kind of set our own mm-hmm. bar. Right. And then build to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's why we're so surprised in research. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, exactly. How did you get here, and why did you do this? And what what I love about Brene and about vulnerability is that it it kind of she is helping to try to raise awareness that you can obliterate those kinds of expectations or mm-hmm. that you have to be a certain kind of person or mm-hmm. be in a certain space to do this thing effectively. Yes. Because humans are messy and we're going to come at any kind of task from all kinds of different places. Mm-hmm. And so that that to me is just so refreshing to hear someone say, it's okay, you mm-hmm. know. don't You don't have to be perfect to right. use this tool. We're going to try to make it so that everybody can use it, regardless mm-hmm. of you know how they find themselves mm-hmm. coming to it. And I think it's important as a as a experienced designer to really be vulnerable. You know, be open to feedback. Uh, don't be afraid to to launch something and get started, because um, you know it's only going to get better better from there. Right. That's that's one of the tenets. Right. Is that mm-hmm. more data. More mm-hmm. testing, more input is mm-hmm. always good. Yes. It can't make it worse. It can only make it better. Right. It's really just getting buy-in to make sure that you have time <laughs> and money to do all that stuff. So. Yeah. But the more you can bring into it, the better, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I think another thing around vulnerability is just being, feeling safe. You know, feeling mm-hmm. safe enough to, to bring up those issues and 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 feel like, you know, the team is listening to you or you know as a user that you know the um, the person interviewing is is really understanding and hearing the perspective I think another aspect um, is community really um, you know I, I think every place I've I've worked in and around a UX group or you know here at engage trying to um, lead our design practice, you know, we've, we've tried to create a, a community where everybody feels comfortable to, to share, you know, new ideas and really push, push one another from a design perspective. Um, and I've seen that, you know, from, 
digital agency experience, now at Engage. But then also what I think I really love uh, is the Cincinnati user experience community and experience design community. There's so many great meetups and uh, it's been great, I think, for us to also get involved there. Um, but I think UX in general is very community-minded. You know, some of, and I think it's because some UX individuals have kind of been that UX, you know, almost planet, planet UX within a company where they are the one UX resource. And so they've really sought other individuals to create community and bounce ideas, new tools, new methods off one another. Um, and then at larger companies, you see, you know, still wanting to bounce design ideas, tools and methods off, off one another and, and have that sharing component, um, you know, and, and, and take that back and apply to their individual project teams or whatever they're working within. Yeah, that's a great point. And that, I think that goes back to, in a weird way, I think the... The maturity. New, <laughs> yeah, newness. the newness yeah. of the UX field works for us in that regard. Yeah. Because folks like me who came out of traditional design background, mm-hmm. I've seen it kind of incubate, right? Like yeah, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. It's become, I've seen it, I've kind of watched it like a child kind of going <laughs> through middle school. Um, becoming something yeah. like you see we've seen we've had the opportunity to see UX kind of maturing mm-hmm. and uh, like you said unfortunately I wasn't always in the Cincinnati market but it does seem like there is a really good tight-knit uh, mm-hmm. community here mm-hmm. in Cincinnati so I, th- I think that makes this another aspect of um, why this is an exciting time for UX yeah. is because those local communities are kind of coalescing mm-hmm. and kind of seeing these things come to fruition mm-hmm within the business space, which is cool. Yeah. Community to me feels like another um, way in which we are seeking to be more grounded Mm -hmm. uh, within our technological worlds. Mm -hmm. Um, Community is a is a term that can, you know, can apply to your workspace, Mm -hmm. to your, you know, like, you know, what, what, what your business space is, but also I think people are just naturally seeking community of all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we talked <laughs> before um, about even, you know, like ath- you and I grew up with athletics. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways in which a sense of community can be formed. Yes. And I think that um, if you're lucky, you get a lot of diverse kind of input mm-hmm. uh, depending on where you're getting that from um, but UX it, there's a um, I keep coming back to this notion of this kind of virtuous cycle mm-hmm. because it is rooted UX and B Corps are rooted in this notion of we want to get other people's opinion on the table we want to kind of pick through the best possible solutions to things mm-hmm. and we want to arrive at, at uh, a good workable broader solution mm-hmm. um, that feeds the flywheel, sort mm-hmm. of. It's not like you're discovering that um, accidentally, like when I was in football mm-hmm. and discovering, you know, the different personalities on my team and this guy who could, you know, was great at one position or whatever. We're kind of going into the endeavor looking for those those unique kind of inputs that are going to make things better mm-hmm. and seeking them out. Yes. So I think we kind of have a, a bit of a, 
like I said, it feels like the flywheel is spinning already mm-hmm. for us in a sense. Yes. But interesting enough, um, you know, the, the UX community even in Cincinnati isn't, isn't quite diverse enough, mm. you know? And yeah. I think that's, that's always something that's important. Um, I think especially when you're involved in software tools, apps that are broad, I think it's even more important to make sure that you've got representation on within the team. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to seek that representation from users for research and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, but I think having uh, diverse uh, members of the team is, is really important. You know, with the user audience you're starting with mm-hmm. could have, you know, been filtered in so many different ways that you don't even that you're not even aware of. Right. Um, so that's fascinating to me. But I, um, you're right. I think um, I think we don't. And maybe I'm more sensitive to it just because I'm older. But I I don't. I wonder if it, I would love to hear how you your take on. It feels to me like this is pretty radical. There's a there's a there's a very radical sense of humanness that's kind of happening right now in mm-hmm. terms of workspaces and diversity and uh, mm-hmm. equality. Um, and I know it's very easy to kind of go through this cycle, you know, uh, politically, you know, mm-hmm. every four years, but it, it really does for some reason feel like we're getting traction in, in so many places that we didn't necessarily have before. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that, you know, we're solving <laughs> things, but we're definitely more aware. And mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like um, the stakes are really getting higher. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think it comes back to empathy, introspection, um, kind of, you know, the period we're coming, we're trying to come out of. <laughs> right. Um, you know, as, as real life is coming back, um, you know, I think that was a huge benefit uh, for everyone, uh, to, well, at least for me, during the pandemic, it was really an introspective time, um, you know, and it, there was time to really think about, I think, humanness and, and, and what's, what's essential, what's important mm-hmm. from a life perspective. Um, and so you see a lot of shifts happening now, you know, with career moves and, um, you know, many things happen happening for many different people um, because of how they've come out of it. Yeah. It's so it occurs to me that there's a lot of there's some common threads mm-hmm. in everything that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, empathy, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, vulnerability. Yes. Community. Uh, community, definitely. Mm-hmm. In the, both in UX and in the B Corp. Is there anything I'm missing? No, no, I think that I think those are the three that really hit home for me as well. So it seems like there's some common threads to what we've talked about today. Yeah. Empathy, for sure. Mm-hmm. The, the other side of that coin, which is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Community. Community, absolutely. Um, those are the things, I think, that help drive kind of not only what we do as UX designers, mm-hmm. but as uh, part of a B Corp. Absolutely. And that, to me, I can, to kind of go back to the topic of today, that's why I think that's such a good combination. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that makes such a, it's such a synergetic 
uh, relationship for sure. I love talking to you about this kind of stuff because I really appreciate your input on this. yeah, I, wanted, I want to point out that we're going to have links to a lot of the content that we talked about today from the show in the show notes, so be sure to go and check that out. We've, we obviously spent a lot of time talking about B Corps as well. Yeah. We're a big fan of the B Corp structure, so yeah. if you're a business and you're interested in finding out more about B Corps or you're interested in pursuing becoming a B Corp, we'd love to hear from you as well. Feel free to go to engagepartners.com and check out what we have to offer. <laughs>